The following content will never give you up, never let you down, never run around, or hurt you. Start the show. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and you. Let's go. Welcome. We are in here. Welcome to Opinions Wild Black, your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I'm your boy Oz. And I'm I am D Randall. Um I think I'm in the wrong line. I was here for the uh, for the Angela Bassett Instagram signing. I don't yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't see no. anywhere. You gotta go. You gotta go over. You gotta go over there. You gotta go Shit. over to hall. That's hall E. Ah, and uh, they're they're gonna make you buy a picture. I will. I will buy all of them. And it's gonna be one hundred fifty dollars. That's cool. Please, I'm, I'll, I'll be just, down for it. I she can have my whole check. I'm, I don't. I don't even. I don't even need the picture per se. I just want to see if she got any draws on. Happy birthday, belated birthday to Happy Angela Bassett. Happy belated birthday to Angela Bassett, uh, the God. Thank her for her gift to the rest of us oh, and man. her 20-year-old body. Courtney B. Vance just... It's not right, man. Just, my God. He gave himself to God and <laughs> got her. <laughs> there must be something to this religion thing. Man. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm in the wrong profession. My God. Goodness. Oh, man. Also, uh, shout out to Gabrielle Union as well. Oh, Lord. Free the nipple. Free the nipple. Did you see uh, Dwayne Wade come at Jimmy Butler? Oh, spicy. Hey, I mean, see, the crazy part is Jimmy Butler whoop his ass. But, <laughs> hey, man, look. I ain't she, mad. She I ain't just, mad at she it. Just, she just put it out there. I guarantee there were 8,000 other Negroes on that comment thread that said the same or some worse shit. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. But you just, you can't be at the same stature as me talking spicy yeah. about the wife. You know, we ain't going to have none of that, uh, none of that Kevin Garnett mellow shit. Oh, yeah. Remember that. That's why yeah. your girl tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Can't have none of that. Got to nip that in the bud quick. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Um, so, uh, what, what has your week been like, man? Shit, um, I'm glad. I mean, it's you know I'm, I'm fresh in the khakis right now. That just shows you how my week is, man. Oh man, no time for myself. What about yourself? Ah shit, still. You know what? So uh, last week, lat well, yeah, weekend before last, I was on a on a trip. Me and the gang, me and my crew, baller. We uh, go out to a lake house, mm. out just outside of Austin. We put some food on the grill. We bring some booze. Church. And, you know, we turn up and we make some shit happen. And so the thing about being out in the wilderness is so it was some it, it, it I don't know what the season was. I don't know what they actually call it. But the season was that they were there were a lot of deer. Hmm. Lots of deer. So I had been, let's say, medicating. Okay. At the time, 
and uh, we're headed back from the spring, and there are deer crossing the street. So not only were there a few deer crossing the street, when we looked to our right, there were dozens and dozens of deer just casually walking through people's front yard. Looks like, hey. Casually just walking all in the bushes. What y'all niggas got over here? And they looking at people and they looking at the other deer crossing the street and they looking at us like, yeah, you and you better not hit them and you better let them cross. Nah, nah, don't run. Don't, no, nah, don't run. Take your time. Take your time, bro. Nah, they ain't gonna hit you. Shit. You good? You good, money? Nah, you better not hit them either. They, nah, take this. Nah, watch take, what happened. Watch what Watch. Happened. Bet. We all got places to go, nigga. That's why I thought. It's hoof right in your ass, nigga. So, already, that's a wild moment. We get back to the lake house. We're on the deck. We got this beautiful deck looking at the water. We on the deck chilling, getting drunk, talking shit, playing fucking cards against humanity or some shit. Everybody else goes back inside. Everybody else gets the good idea. They want to go inside and watch scary movies while they high. Mm. I'm not watching none of that Babadook shit. So I stay down on the deck to write. I look up. There's a couple of deer in the backyard headed towards the water. Mm. I, I blink. I look up again. It is a sea. It is a convention of deer. In the backyard, Word. just strolling by, all of them just congregating, just gang, gang, gang. I was entirely too high, medicated for medicated for this shit because one of them, I swear, one of them looked at, looked up at me and said, "Hey, nigga, hey, nigga, where you from? Who sent you? Fuck you, looking at nerd." Fuck you think this is, bro? I'll come up there and beat your ass, bro. Nigga, Don't this, even. It's my shit, nigga. You know we 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 from here, nigga. Where you from? Who you know around here, nigga? Who sent you? Nigga don't want no smoke. I was entirely too medicated for that, <laughs> so I took my black ass back in the house and watched the fucking Babadook or whatever. Um, fuck that, cause fuck that bullshit. Um, nature is some shit, man. Nature is some fucked up, crazy shit, bro. Uh. And amazingly enough, I like the animals better than I like people. Because, as I say every week, humans ain't shit. Mm. Why? Because. <sighs> Where do I start with this, man? <laughs> intersectionality. Do we know what inter- intersectionality is? If you polled 100 people, 99 would not know. 99 would not know. Intersectionality. When we talk about intersectionality, we are talking about... <laughs> The different marginalized groups in this country, really in this society, that come together to f- combat oppression. Yeah, they where they see where their varying oppressions intersect, what they have in common, like a Venn diagram, and they they collaborate on those, and they come together, and they they. They, they help stop each other's oppression. We don't have that. We don't have that. And when I say we, I'm very much talking about black people. This is, this is a concept that in my experience, black people, when I say black people, I'm going to go real specific and say straight black men. 
it eludes them. Absolutely. And it, it blows my mind because lately in Houston, I'm not going to speak on names. I'm not going to speak on too much, but it's a lot of problematic shit going on. You know, for those of you that don't know, I used to I used to do spoken word. Spoken word community got too hot for me. Um, Damn, streets like that. Streets like that, bro. Shit. Uh, there's a there's someone pulled a gun on somebody over slam. Over some snap finger shit. Oh, over snapped fingers. I'm telling you, it's real out there. So basically, there's been some drama going on, and there's some there's some fuck shit. There's there's some fuck shit on there's some questions to be asked on either side, okay. but at the heart of it, it is touching on a problem that has been that has been alive in the art community in the uh, spoken word community for some time, mm. and largely and even larger in the black community is our lack of intersectionality. You cannot you cannot cry oppression for yourself. And then look at the next person next to you being oppressed and pretend like it's not happening or pretend like you don't care. Right. You can't or or, or not care. You have to like it, ju- justice is for everybody. If your shit is not for everybody, it's not justice. You just want privilege. Right. You just want the same privileges as your oppressor. Because if you don't want that for the next person, it ain't for real. You ain't you ain't really a fucking about it. It's and it's also unfortunate because there are a lot of straight black men that see levels of oppression and just want their shit taken care of first. And and, and let's keep it real. Like straight black men are probably the least minority of quote unquote black people. Um, You know, I'll say that. Yeah. Straight black men. We, you know, we get, we get some shit pushed down on us. We are definitely oppressed. oppressed. And less, less, Let's make sure we hammer that home. Straight black men are definitely largely oppressed, and we are definitely at war with white supremacy. Yes. And we are definitely on the chopping block, and they are definitely out there trying to kill us. Right. But black women are even more so oppressed. And then, if you are not cis or hetero, you're even more oppressed. There's there there are levels to it, but what what kind of sense does it make for you to say you can look around at a, at a sea of different people, different genders, different sexual preferences, different lifestyles, whatever you want to call it, and you look around, you know everyone's being fucked with, but you say, nah, let me just go ahead and take care of mine first. We'll we'll eventually get to you. We'll get to you. I don't. I don't. Or actually, you take care of your own shit. And here's the thing: you wouldn't want anybody else saying that to you, right? And here's and 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 if you really want to piss off a hotel, bring up Damon Young's uh, article about how straight black men are the white people of black people. I mean, because and what he means by that. I know when you say white, when you say white men, when you make that comparison, you're going to piss off a lot of people. Words hurt, but you have to you have to hear what he's saying. The way straight black men respond to sexism, respond to LGBT, respond to non-binary genders, 
is the same way white people respond to black people. Their right. first instinct is to pretend like it's not happening. Right. And then their their next instinct is to pretend like they are not in a position to oppress these people. Right. I'm and I'm gonna be honest for a moment. I you know, I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah. I, I come from a, a slightly different upbringing. Um, you know, over the last couple of decades we've made strides in understanding different things about people that I'd say so that maybe growing up I didn't have like I, I grew up in a very binary culture very binary and you know I'll admit that and I didn't have a problem with it um, <coughs> always been accepting of other people's beliefs or lifestyles like I'm I, and at, at the very least I was like well I mean that's them it ain't me I'm not gonna fuck with them you know, right. we're all cool. As long right. as you don't fuck with me, I'm, I'm cool. It's only within the last few years that I've gained more of an understanding of non-binary culture and understanding um, sexual fluidity and different genders and lifestyles and preferences. Right. And, and basically, I've learned at, at the end of the day that people are who they want to be and let them be that shit. But what I will say is that I'm, I'm very honest in saying there's a lot that I don't understand. And for those things that I don't understand, right. I'm not going to lash out at them. I'm not going to criticize them. I'm not going to say that's some bullshit. That's some fuck shit. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shut the fuck up You're and going listen. To shut the fuck up and listen. I'll just listen. Let me listen. Let me be an ally by listening. Because I don't want to fuck your shit up, but I do want to understand shit. Because the first the first step of helping somebody is asking, how can I help you? Right. And then letting them tell you. It's that easy. Instead of fighting shit all the time, like just listen. No one's going to come around with a broomstick and, and, and jam it up your ass if you speak to them cordially in public. I know some of y'all hotep dudes are like just afraid that oh. if you, you know, by speaking to a gay person, you will become gay yourself. And I know that's the worst thing in the world for a lot of you. Because we don't want to further the gay agenda. Right. There's a, there's an agenda that's afoot and, you know. Ain't no fuck. Here, here, and here, and, and here, <laughs> let, let me go ahead. Since you brought up the hoteps, these are, the, you know, I never pass up an opportunity to uh, get on these niggas. The hoteps are the worst about this. How do I know? I had a nigga come on my shit on my Facebook this week when I brought up the same thing. Still. About intersectionality. And his argument was that, and, and I want to make sure I get him right, was that white people, it was that black people should take care of black people and then white people all the other marginalized peoples, LGBT, uh, sexism, transphobia, all that other shit. He said that white people will handle it. Do they take care of their own marginalized? They people? kill their own people. I'm yeah, that kind of thing. Ask that Matthew Shepard. Mm. They killed their own people. You ain't safe. So they're definitely going to watch out for like marginalized. But okay, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm. And some lazy chicken shit. Let me tell you something. And part of the problem with intersectionality, part of the problem with with straight black men embracing intersectionality is that mm. 
if the is that for some of for some of these people, and I very much mean the hoteps, is that if the hoteps embrace intersectionality, suddenly they're not the smartest motherfucker in the room. Hmm. Because you have to shut the fuck up. As we just as we just said, as we you have to say. shut the fuck up and defer to the person that's going through it. And hoteps never want to shut the fuck up. Hoteps, because hoteps aren't about equality, they're not about justice, and they're not about freedom. They're about reminding you how fucking smart they are. Yeah. And how fucking smart they are according to Hidden Colors 1 through 16. (laughs) So they really want to just remind you of the misinformation that they've committed to memory. So they don't really give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about they just give a fuck about being at the at the head of the class. And so if you have to defer to somebody, if you have to listen to what somebody else is going through, that means nobody's listening to you. Because it's not your time today. We don't give a fuck about you right now. We gotta listen to if you wanna be an ally, you gotta listen to somebody else. We gotta get. We gotta do better. We have to do so much fucking better. And the and and this is the whole reason I hate the fucking hoteps, man, because they don't care about. They don't even care about black people for real. They care about the black people who think like them. They care about the black people who read all the same books and went all and went to all the same bullshit hotep lectures with fucking Umar Johnson and Tariq Nasheed and fucking Stacey Patton and whoever the fuck else. These motherfuckers that get paid to sit in the to sit in the fucking lecture hall and tell you how to be black. I don't need anybody to tell me how to be black. I've been black since I was fucking born. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Yeah, I've been black for at least that long. I've been black for at least that long. <laughs> so yeah, you. So yeah, we got to early shut the fuck up in. Shut the fuck up and listen to somebody else. Shut the fuck up and help somebody else. If you if you wouldn't fight for if you wouldn't fight for freedom if you wouldn't fight for justice for the person next to you why the fuck do you deserve it? Ask yourself that question. Song of the week, bro. Song of the week. Uh, I like so as I always say every week it's the, it's the summertime people want to dance I like summer bops it's always the summer though it's always is so this uh this special. Summer Bop is dedicated to the queen, to the goddess, to a, a, I can't even, like, just some, just a groundbreaker, just a groundbreaker in the, in the, in music, Mm -hmm. in civil rights, honestly, Mm -hmm. who shapes what so many artists do today. Aretha Franklin, Aretha Louise Franklin. This is a rose is a rose. Oh, yeah, yeah. We doing it like that. Mm. We're gonna get into this. Aretha Franklin, a rose is a rose, and we'll be back with more opinions. Opinions while black. Let's go. Listen, dear. I realize that you've been hurt deeply because I've been there. But regardless to who, what, why, when, and where, we're all precious in his sight. And a rose is still and always will be a rose. <laughs> 
We are black, and my God, we poured strong. That second pour was even stronger. That second pour was the. Was, this one's mean. That was Aretha Franklin. A rose is a rose. Rest in power, sweetie. We will miss you. There will never be anyone else the likes of you ever. Um, still getting paid in cash. Still. 
still getting paid in motherfucking cash. I know <laughs> Whitney at the gate ready to pick up. Yeah. <laughs> Prince got the Prince got the Prince got the brown ready. You know what I'm saying? And the B twelve shots. Yeah, yeah. They oh they ready. They having a jam session up there. Also, let's check on Stevie. Yeah. Somebody call Stevie. You know yeah. what? Actually, real quick, I, I made that joke about let's check on Stevie. I learned some shit I did not know. Stevie Wonder uh is Stevie Wonder is on he he has a child right now that is like less I think under two years old. Stevie ain't blind. Stevie's still hitting the ball. Stevie ain't blind. He he <laughs> He he pulls he pulls some nice ones too, man. Stevie still hit that ball. My my mother said it, it was hilarious. My mother was like, "Just because he can't see it, don't mean he don't know how to use it." He got his own facial recognition technique. <laughs> I'm telling you, he be feeling he be feeling that wrist like Ray yeah. Charles. <laughs> God damn! Oh, shout out to Stevie. Okay, so what has been going on lately? Insecure is back. It is definitely back, and it is definitely black. Man. Okay, so right off the muscle, we're going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, there will be spoilers. It's been about a week. There will be spoilers. If you have not seen the season premiere of Insecure, go ahead and just fast forward this shit about five to seven minutes. Yeah. Five to seven minutes. Um, we won't take long on it, but... We, we got to talk about it. Uh, also, if you uh, want to watch Insecure alongside your boy uh, Sunday nights, go ahead and follow the Opinions While Black Twitter. Opinions Black. Mm-hmm. Lit. Lit as fuck. Uh, we'll be Sunday nights. I'll be getting home. I'll be breaking open a bottle of something, and we will be live tweeting. I will be live tweeting Ballers and Insecure. That's a black ass. That's a black ass hour for your ass. God damn it! Yeah, we're gonna be in there. And I'm also still. And uh, don't forget uh, the following next Wednesday, Queen Sugar finale, ninety minutes, ninety <laughs> minutes with your boy wasted. <laughs> Let's go. So insecure. Uh, you 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 caught it? Yes, absolutely. I okay. Sure did. Yes, I did. Insecure start off mighty strong, and by mighty strong, I meant. Daniel was breaking that back. Dude, if there's, I mean, you know, we, we once applauded Lawrence, Lawrence Hive for, you know, for putting in that work. Busting down Chase Bank girl. You know, um, boy Daniel, Daniel, fresh off the purge, came through and just <laughs> <laughs> fresh off the first purge. Oh, mind Daniel, you. Cracking them cheeks. <laughs> cracking them cheeks. Uh, Everybody thought it was Issa under there. Nope. No, no. It was shout out to Don Richard from Danny Kane. Man. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even realize that was her the first time. That was Don. She's still bad. It's crazy. Oh, she's still the baddest. Shout out yeah. to her, man. Her and Danny Kane supposed to be getting back together. Huh. Her, the white girl, and I guess the other white girl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they supposed to be getting back together. We'll see how that happened. Okay. So Puff, no uh, what's the other girl's name? D Woods? Yeah, name? yeah. Puffy no. Puff Puff want that contract. Mm. Puff coming for that 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 bread. Mm. So yeah, Daniel was cracking them cheeks, and to our to our surprise, to some of our dismay, it was not Issa under there. Issa is still sleeping on Daniel's couch. That is right. Issa was on the couch in the living room while Daniel was 
busting that was busting them cheeks down. Yeah, she had to hear it all too. Heard the whole shit. Could not hear over the new uh the new fake television show they be watching. <laughs> I thought it Shout was Shout out to Bill Bellamy. Yeah, I thought it was like a Homies in Space reboot or something. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Bill Bellamy, uh Ron from a different world. Bill Bill Bellamy, Ron from Different World, Erica Alexander. Uh, Erica Alexander. Oh, shout out to them, man. Hold yeah, I thought down. yeah, I thought it was living single at first. I was like, wait. No. It had all the cross colors vibe of Martin and shit. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Issa, the problem here is that Issa is not liking the things that life is showing her since she said goodbye to her old apartment in the dunes. Since she said goodbye yeah. to Lawrence. Um it's not going well for her. So she has been demoted at her job. Uh, I forgot why she got demoted at her job. I think she was, I, I, I think she dropped a dime on her racist ass. Yeah, she did some, some, some shit. Yeah, the, the principal at the other school was racist as shit. She'll be all right. Yeah, she'll, she'll be good. Uh, while, her, while her partner, Frida, is enjoying being the right hand, being the go-to. Now that's a lot to unpack mm, there. That's a lot to unpack. Now you know this is now, now Issa has Issa has very Issa has captured what it is like to be a black woman uh, in the workplace very well, and there's a lot of layers to this because since she has not been in the field at these schools. People have been calling, wondering why there is not a black woman mm-hmm. in the field at these schools. And her boss, who seemed very sweet in the first two seasons, does not give a single solitary fuck. That one. I mean, not the first one. I don't think she got the whole sentence out of her mouth before her boss was like, get the fuck out. Yes. And let me talk to your dingbat white girl partner, who is equally terrified of the boss. And is really just trying to keep her head above water. It's the Hunger Games out there, y'all. It is. So Issa is out there getting Katniss Everdeen. Um, out there Ubering, lifting, and 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 trying to make up the money to move out so she can live by herself. Ubering or Lyft. Lyft. She's a she's a Lyft driver. Less problematic. Slightly less problematic, <laughs> or so we think. So we think. Uh, life as a Lyft driver is uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we will we will get to that in a moment. Uh, Molly has just come back from a wonderful vacation. A.K.A. my crush. A.K.A. the finest woman on this fucking show. Mm. Uh, Molly has gotten back and she has got her hotation. You know, that that's mm-hmm. their language, not mine. That's theirs. They got their hotation going. She got her hotation going. And the first thing she does when she gets back, letting Dro crack them cheeks. Yeah. She swore she was going to be on some new shit. Yeah. And as we know from two seasons of Molly, she is still setting up. She is still headed for self-destruction. Letting Dro. Now, here's the thing. We learned something very interesting. Dro was not bullshitting. Dro really is in an open marriage. He is yeah. really he is really yeah. polyamorous. Yeah. Everybody thought he was full of shit because as Crystal from the Reed would say, 
Uh, she said this about Carmelo, but I, I think it's true about Dro. He just has a cheating face. Yeah. He just has a cheating face to him. It's because he's light skinned. It's because he's light skinned. It's true. It's true. That's really looking nice. like, looking looking like Dominican David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So, uh, she tried to be strong and hold out. Dro came in, cracking them cheeks, <laughs> giving giving head in the kitchen. That Hennessy head. Shout out to the Hennessy head. I bet it was pure white too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Molly mad. Uh, Mad snooty, mad stuck up. Got got to have a pure white that they'll sell in the states. Um, so basically, she asked for boundaries. She can't handle a polyamorous life. That's what that's what's weird about the whole thing. She's in a polyamorous relationship, but she's not really polyamorous. Right. I mean, she's she's technically monogamous, but. He's yeah, not. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of weird, and you know, I've never found myself in this situation. But she said, "We either friends and not fucking, or we're just acquaintances we're just and are fucking. fucking." Yeah. And Dro looked like he couldn't handle that, um, which is probably why he's polyamorous. So you can have the best of both worlds. But here's the thing: is that they kind of can't resist each other because they have been friends forever. We yeah. found we found that out in season two. They've been friends since like they've been friends since high school, and that the whole reason they hooked up was because they had so much history and they had so much vibe. Yep. And also because Molly is hella attractive. Um, Dro's wife is fine too. Dro's wife is fine as shit. She's I been, was just she, saying that she's been in other shows. And I just remember like I can't ah. put my finger on it, but yeah. I see her somewhere else. She bad than the motherfucker. She, she's fine. Drunk man. Dro, Dro got it all, bro. Um, it, we need a, we need a sex scene. We need a Candace sex scene. God damn it! Uh, I know you know. I I, I know we got the Lawrence Hive out of paint. You gotta do just just a little something for the fellas. Just a little something. Now, granted, I would be happy with butt naked Issa, but just a little of Candace getting them cheeks cracked. Just, just a little bit. Just a little. Um. So they're working that out, and basically, it ended with Molly wanting the keys from Dro. Cause he did just kind of show up in the crib. That's some fu- okay. That was some fuck shit. He did kind of invite himself in. I know he thought it was it was gonna be some smooth shit, some smooth light skin ass shit. It didn't go that way. So she had to get the keys from him. There, so there definitely, so there's definitely a lot of a lot of talk about boundaries and and. Uh, people respecting each other's boundaries. Um, speaking of boundaries, in the the den the den of Daniel and Issa, <laughs> Daniel is continuing to crack cheeks. Yes. Just having just having women over cracking them cheeks, and he's also having trouble in the studio. He's having a very loving hip hop life in the studio. It happens. It's some trash artists. He's producing for some trash ass artists. And it's clearly some some fake producer niggas that's just trying to that's just trying to, to bust that ass down. And and old girl was really she was really bad. She was terrible. She was ter- she wasn't even in front of the mic. She was Jocelyn Hernandez level terrible. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I there said it. There it is. There it is. Yeah, she's Jocelyn terrible. Shout out to her. Um and so 
he's trying to get that old magic back. He's trying to do his music, and he really wants to, you know, get out there and do something for him, looks like. I, I think we're going to be heading towards him trying to make his own personal career happen. Um, and so he's writing some music, and Issa comes in, and they drink in and having a little too much fun. Daniel made that move and was shut all the way down. Rejection. Draymond Green. And uh, they had to have a real talk. And Daniel was like, look, Issa, why the fuck are you here? I think it's been a little long for him to be asking that question. Yeah, he knew. He knew. knew. And really, she knew. Yeah. But she can't admit it. He just wanted to hear her say it. I mean, I, you know, I, I thought I could turn to you and let's let's keep it a buck. Issa been doing Daniel dirty for two seasons. Yes. Dirty. Dirty. When you finally feel guilty about your shit. And again, this is another situation where these are people that have known each other since high school that have history and clearly had a bond. And Issa been playing him the whole time. I, me personally, I would have been done when she said I was just another itch to scratch. Bing. I'd have fucked up his. I'd have fucked up Issa's whole relationship at the party, bing, at the We Got Y'all bing, party. Bing. Hey, who Lawrence? Somebody here named Lawrence? Hey, hey, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I ain't had. I I ain't had enough to drink. I'm a grown ass man. Get your goddamn hands off me. No, hey, Lawrence. Guess who? I've been smashing who got that tattoo just on the inside the left thigh that says I <laughs> oh, okay yeah yeah I got receipts Lawrence, I got receipts tell me Seven, how my dick tastes <laughs> tell me how my dick tastes 713 bro pull up <laughs> ruin your whole shit and you on this nigga's couch and you acting ungrateful after you put this man through the fucking mud the fuck is wrong with you? And Daniel had to keep it a buck. You've been acting funny for two seasons. You decide what the fuck you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, I'm going to continue to crack cheeks in my house <laughs> where I pay this motherfucking rent. Your your lift is waiting. And so she went out into the night and had to get her mind off some shit. She went and picked up Molly and did the party lift. Party lift. Which is not a thing, y'all. At all. And, and don't try it, please. Do, do, please, please, y'all, don't start trying party lift. That's, that's a quick one star. That's a that's a one star. That is a that that's a step towards disaster. So the party lift, uh, apparently, where Issa just picks up good looking niggas. Uh, <laughs> she picked up Nathan. Nathan, who was not really interested in it at first. Who wasn't really interested at first? Who was just trying to get where he was going? Yeah. But you know, she two checked. good, two good looking, dark skinned girls pick you up, talking about what's up. Hey. I'm not gonna fight it. Hey, I mean, you know, we can. This is my stop right here. This uh, look, we we ain't got to. We can stop wherever. Yeah, we can stop at this uh, hourly motel joint. Yeah, I said hourly. Don't act like y'all know. Uh, sticky sheets. Sticky sheets. So. Uh, they pick up this dude, then they pick up another nigga who I can only. I, they pick up this other dude who comes in 
Rolling the blunt. Rolling it. Rolling the blunt casually. That shit drove and and, and and seeds and stems. Seeds and stems right there in the car. And Issa looked over and was like, "Yo, could you not do that?" And he looked at her and said, "Nah, you good." And kept going about his business. Yeah. And then my nigga, my nigga tried to cape. My nigga mm-hmm. Nathan tried to cape. It was like, "Yo, the sister says you you can't be doing that in here." Mm-hmm. And yeah, the big nigga said, it. mind your motherfucking business. Yeah, that light skin voice when he said it, too. Show did, didn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, yo, the lady said, <laughs> hey, man, hey, the lady said, man, you can't be doing that in here, man. And sure enough, caught that, caught that two piece. Oh, that was a, that was that was a family. Oh, pack. that was a, I was gonna say that was a several piece. That they, was a, they were tussling for a minute. Oh, it was it was it was two it was two piece Tuesday times well, ten. First of all, he grabbed the big man's blunt after one puff and threw it out the window. Show did. Which in Houston that would have been punishable by death. But oh, you got to go after that shit. You can come on the southwest, throw somebody blunt away. You you out here wasting weed. But uh, Nathan, Nathan, he got his ass busted. Not only that. The girls freak out and they pull over. This nigga jumps out. How you how you trying to defend the women? Get your ass busted and then just run away screaming into the night. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this, man. Yeah. Hey, big big dude was in bad shape too, man. And big dude I noticed he didn't get out he didn't of the car. He didn't get out. No, y'all gonna take me to my motherfucking destination. Yeah, I'm paying for this shit. Fuck that. I, y'all ain't got no. Y'all ain't got no code. Y'all ain't got no discount code. Y'all gonna drop me off. Fuck that shit. Uh, so, party lift was a disaster, but party lift was the funniest shit that has ever happened in this show. He did give him a fifty dollar tip too. Now I will say that he did give him a fifty dollar tip for being a bitch. <laughs> That nigga was a that nigga that nigga bitched up fast and the save face went on and dropped that fifty dollar tip. I would not be surprised if we saw Nathan again and he got to crack them cheeks. Cause Issa don't you know, when Issa gets on her rotation, she doesn't really aim high. Like she, the she highest just, she's she just, gotten is Daniel. She just aims straight ahead. She just aims just whoever shows up. Cause so far, the highest echelon nigga she's she's bust down is Daniel. Yeah. And he on his love and hip hop shit right now. Yeah, so, uh, so you know, she starts aiming. You gonna jump in front of those bullets, ain't you? You gonna jump in front of them bullets? I'm talking about you personally. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. That, that would have gone way differently had that been me. That that would have gone far differently. Oh, uh, you didn't he, let her freestyle for you. He wasn't. See, he wasn't. He wasn't sticking and moving. He wasn't sticking. That he a small nigga. Yeah. He a small nigga. I don't give a fuck about you being fat. Fuck that shit. I'd have, first of all, you threw the blunt out the window. Burn that nigga. Right on his yeah. face. Yeah. Burn that nigga. See, he, see, he didn't fight like a Houston nigga. That's that. That must be that that Cali shit. It must be. Yeah. But, I, don't, I don't know where Nathan was from. He wasn't from L.A. No, nah, he wasn't. Um, but yeah, so far it's looking like Daniel and Issa are gonna have to figure out their bullshit. And he's gonna have to move the fuck out soon, uh, cause yeah. that's not gonna last long. Daniel can't keep crack. Daniel can't keep just cracking cheeks while this girl on the living room. Eventually, one of them girls gonna mind. 
She's gonna wonder what the fuck she doing out there. I mean, or she, or they gonna want her to join, and Issa just I don't think she like that. Yeah, that it'd be I, nice. She's not ready for it. She ain't ready for that. So, Insecure started off real strong, man. It was definitely a lot of themes of boundaries yeah. and violating people's boundaries. And I think we're gonna see a lot more of that as Dro has to make some hard decisions, and as Daniel is pretty much where he is and Issa's just gonna have to get on and get off that train. Uh I would like to I would like to hope we see a lot more of uh oh I forget I always forget what her name is. The the, the thick one. The um Oh uh um uh, you know the she's a writer on the show. I like her. I like her. She funny. She she funny and she cute and she her her Twitter stays popping. I forgot what her name is on the show. Her name is Natasha Rothwell. That's what it is. Natasha Rothwell. Yes, yeah. she plays Kelly. Kelly, Kelly. That's who it is. I can't wait to see more of Kelly. I can't wait to dread seeing more of Amanda Seals. Nope. Uh, it's just a nope. package deal at this point. We got to live with it. Nope. Uh, Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Um, uh, you you're stupid if you don't have a passport seals. Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, Amanda Diva, Amanda Diva, whatever. What's next in the news, man? We got uh oh, you're gonna like this one, Robert Glasper. H Town, what's up? H Town, what's up, Robert Glasper? Shout out to PVA, it's the homie. That's the that's the man right there. Okay, Robert Glasper was in town. Did a did an interview with nine seven nine the box. The hometown, the hometown champs. Mad Hatter looks old. Mad Hatter is getting old, man. Damn. Wow, Mad Hatter. Matt, and, 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 oh man, I got. I mean, shout out—he's still in the game, but damn, damn. Where is the time gone? So, yeah. on the Mad Hatter Morning Show, uh, the 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 people's champ, uh, Robert Glasper's doing a. It was a really good interview too. That's a that he's a funny dude. He's got a story for everything. Uh, Robert Glasper was popping. Um, in the in the tail end of the interview, they ask about who's been difficult to work with. They knew what they were doing. They knew what the fuck they were doing. And Robert Glasper is a nigga who names names. Anyone with- who spent any time around Robert knows Robert is a real Iggin. And he's he's actually a real funny dude, and he but and he's also like I'm gonna speak my truth because uh, shit it is what it is. And he's paid his dues; he's earned his way. Yep. And he told him Lauren Hill, and he told a great story about how Lauren Hill had wanted to work with him, and Lauren Hill was doing a gig that was for half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Half a million for, for a 20, 20 minute minutes set. for a 20 minute set. Half $500,000 for a 20 minute set. She wanted them to rehearse for a week. And let's let's be very clear because I know this wasn't really touched upon in the interview. Okay. Because Robert was like, she wants to rehearse a week for a 20 minute set. Musicians of his caliber already know her music. Exactly. Musicians of his caliber. They can listen to something once and go, got it. Let's go. Musicians of his caliber can improvise an entire 20-minute set and make that shit incredible. The greatest shit you've ever seen. 
And, and, and that's why Lauren Hill is getting the best in the game. Shout yep. out to Robert Glasper. Yep. Shout out to Chris Dave. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And now it started off to to start off the tone of it. Chris, you need to hit me up, man, so we can finish doing this video, man. You tripping? Okay. Shout out to Chris Dave. Uh, so Lauren hits him up and it's like I'd like it's like I, I'd like you to audition. This is when Robert Glasper has put out number one jazz albums. Yes, plural. Number one, several jazz albums. And he, rightfully so, said, "I don't audition. I don't. I don't audition. Like I have out. I'm a. I'm a signed artist. I have number one albums. I tour. I'm a working artist. You can listen to my albums and make a decision for yourself. Absolutely. But no, fuck that. I'm. I'm. I'm not auditioning for shit. And talking about, can you play over the phone? No, I'm not playing over no, the fucking phone. Precisely fuck? not. And so he got flown out for this gig." They rehearsed for a week. The night before, the night before the show, management comes to Robert Glasper and comes to the crew and says, Lauren doesn't like the way y'all been learning the music. She's going to cut your pay in half. Mind you, she's been changing the show every day. She's been changing the show every day. She's been showing up late. She wants to show up at 12 o'clock at night and practice till 3 in the morning. Um, very erratic as we as we've heard the stories. We've all heard the stories. We all know uh, what's up. And in a G move, that is some G ass shit, gangster. Robert Glasper knows he's the principal pianist. They need him. Yes. He looks at her. She. He's eating. He says he's eating a beef patty. He looks. He looks at management dead in the face and says, "I'm gonna finish my beef patty, and then I'm going home." Y'all do what you y'all do what you gotta do, and he's out the door, and they chase him down, and it's like, what can we do to fix this? Uh, y'all can wire me all my money right now in thirty minutes, because now y'all because now y'all have gotten janky, and I don't trust y'all, so y'all can wire my money in thirty minutes. So I'm going home. The full amount, by the way. The whole amount, not <coughs> fuck y'all and fuck y'all half. Fuck your half. My whole. Amounts. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that happens, and the moral of the story for him, and he said, I, "I'm not gonna. I can't get the. I don't have the exact quote, but I can." He's like, "Look, I've been in a room with Stevie Wonder, and he's been cool. I've been in a room with Quincy Jones, and he's been cool. Yes. I've been in a room with Herbie Hancock. Yes. And he's been cool. If they got to be cool." If they're in a room with me and they can be cool, you got to be cool. Because let's keep it a buck. I like Lauren. Y'all like Lauren. I Look, let's keep it a buck. She's been riding for the past 20 years off of the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yes. Have you ever? And you dumb niggas. <laughs> and you niggas start showing up for it. And you niggas keep showing up for it on the off chance. She's been fucking over y'all for 20 years. <laughs> and y'all still show up for that shit. The only, other, the only other people in the game that can show up doing the same shit, oh, shit for more than 20 years is Frankie Beverly and Maze. And that's because they were on point for 40 years before that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Shit, they old as shit. It's, it's gonna take them a little time. Who the fuck is you? Are you? Is Lord Lord Hill got? She what? She gotta be in her forties, right? She's like she. Yeah, she may. She might be forty. Okay. Yeah. So and, and and the thing is, and he he exposed. I mean, he basically reiterated something a lot of us already know, in that she does not credit the people that she works with. And I've he said that he could name fifteen people off top, and I probably know those same fifteen people. Because I've heard the stories like immediately after. I think her I know fucking some over of those them. same fifteen people yeah. actually, and it's true. She will, she will just be like, um, you know, thank you. You can go home now. And then the next week, you will hear your riff being played on some shit that you wrote. You wrote the shit, and she's like, yeah, uh, produced by Lauren Hill. Um, another story that he told was that if you're on tour with her, she's very likely to have auditions for the same band for a new band in the town while you're playing for her that's that's some gangster ass shit um it's fucked up but that's some gangster ass shit um y'all niggas let her make it and and these niggas let her make it because she has this legendary name that she only kind of sort of deserves she can't toot her own guitar i've heard i've heard demos I've heard several stories about how she can't tune her guitar. Yeah, she can't. And I've heard demos where people have played shit like, you hear, you're like, damn, that sounds like some shit for Miseducation. It's like, yeah, this is actually some shit that I wrote for myself around that time, and I happened to play it, and she took the shit. Like, she legitimately has been here's stealing the, shit. Here's the clue. Here's the clue that we should have taken years ago. Lauren Hill Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Do you realize she played for like an hour plus? Yeah. But she only played like three chords? Yeah. She played like five songs off of like two or three chords. And there was not much different differentiation between them. The fact that she does not perform her songs in their original sound or context because she can't. Because she basically doesn't own the, she'll get sued if she plays certain riffs because, you know, it's been ruled that she she stole didn't give any, she didn't shit. Give any yeah. credit. So yeah, she she so, would yeah. have to come off some money if she plays that shit. She didn't come off off that bread. That's right. why her shows are whack, and y'all niggas keep going to this shit. And niggas keep going to this shit. And my con- homeboy, my best friend, he went to a Lauren Hill concert. I think it was like two thousand and nine, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something like that. He's never been back. She showed up at. 12 o'clock midnight and played these erratic versions of her music and could not keep up with the band and he's never been back why do y'all keep coming back everybody been trying to tell y'all Talib Kweli aired aired, aired the shit out of Lauryn Hill and when he does it you know that's a problem. You know that's a problem, man. So yeah, Lauren. So yeah, Robert. Shout out to Robert Glasper for 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 keeping it funky, um, and shout out to him for keeping that on a on a a local outlet, a local radio outlet. That's how you treat radio and the people when you come home. Yep. You give them some salacious shit. That's how you're supposed to treat your people when you come home. Robert Glasper is a real H-Town nigga. I, if I ever met one, I met him at uh, the Alley Cat one night. Yeah. it was. I think it was the same week as the Super Bowl uh, when the Super Bowl was here. 
and that nigga is hilarious. He blends right in too. Oh man, that's a, yeah, that's a real nigga, man. I think he. I don't. Well, no, I, I don't know what he. I don't know what he did. I know some girls were trying to talk him up. Hey. I think he brushed that off, maybe, but I don't know. Um, Another real nigga is Jason Moran, by the way. But we'll shout out to Jason Moran. I digress. So, uh, man, I don't. You know what? I don't really want to give this a lot of time. I'm a Rosa. Okay, man. Uh, okay. So, we know Amarosa has her little magic bag of receipts. Yeah. Uh, so, she keeps telling everybody whatever. Look, fuck Amarosa. Honestly. Yeah. I've been seeing... I'm Lately on social media... Now, Damien, you're not on social media as much, so you don't see a lot of this shit. I peep it. I've been seeing a lot of dick riding for Amarosa. Can I comment on that? Let's, let's, not, this, let's this is, go. It's a let's quick go. It's a, it's a quick comment. Yeah, yeah. Let's because go. It's a side effect. It's a side effect of Trumpism, because so you know when you know whenever it was that Trump was like you know the the media is an evil empire and, and right and you know the media is always lying and shit like that. Like it sucks because. That's the kind of shit that we've been saying for like decades. That we've been saying forever. Like decade for decades, black people have been like, yeah, you know, the media really kind of fucks over everybody. He Elvis and, the shit out of that. But by default, it's like if anything that he says, I'm inclined to disagree with. So I'm like, I'm kind of fucked because I don't want to agree with him that the media is shit. But uh, it kind of is so right. But they're, but they're right about him. Omarosa is is another side effect of that in that Omarosa is a terrible, reprehensible, piece of shit, garbage human being. Facts. There's nothing that I've ever seen that's redeeming about her. Ever. Not once. She lashed onto this man's boots and licked his sack all the way into the White House. That's very problematic for me to say. But I've been drinking Jack Daniels. I mean, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. And so, so, yes, you know, one thing about black women is that black women will get receipts on you. I understand that. And I'm kind of curious to see what kind of shit she has on them. Probably nothing. And let us reiterate, black women are the least protected. Yes. Black women are the least protected. That's in that's in the streets. That's Mm -hmm. in the workplace. So let's so we're not we're not debating that. Let's we can keep it funky and say that black women are the least protected and that. Yeah, he probably did do Amarosa bad. I'm sure he did. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he did. But that's what you wanted. It's not like you knew who he was. You right. said you've known him for 15 years. That's where you wanted to be. Right. You were on the show with him. That's where you wanted to be. Right. You knew what a piece of shit he was. You knew he was popping then. You knew you could. You knew you could get in being the black friend. Right. You wanted to be there. You got there, and now that and now that you're on the outs with your with your white friend, now you want to come back to the cookout. Fuck you. Uh, fuck you. Like I. I mean, I'm curious to hear the tapes, but I could give a fuck about Omar. I'm not even that curious. Here's why I'm not curious about the tapes. There is nothing at this point that. That she can tell me about Donald Joseph Trump that we either could not guess on our own or that isn't obvious. Yeah, there's nothing you can say about this man to where we're gonna do it to where we're gonna do anything but go. Ah, that makes sense. This fuck shit is so normalized now. It's like okay. The only thing, the only yeah, I take it back. The only thing Donald Trump could do, the only thing she could have on Donald Trump. That I would where I where I would clutch my pearls 
is to find out that he killed somebody. Or if he actually like denounced David Duke in private. Or they denounced David Duke and, you know, <laughs> proved himself to not be a racist. Yeah. But hey, you know, uh, all I'm saying is that is she wants to act like, oh, this was planned all along. Oh, I had the receipts. Oh, I'm Batman. Man, fuck you. You didn't you didn't have you didn't have the you this wasn't planned all along. This was supposed to be your golden parachute for when you inevitably write your book. You thought you were going to be able to ride the, coat, ride the coattails a little longer. And when it turned out you couldn't ride the coattails any longer, because even Donald Trump knows what kind of what kind of duplicitous, backstabbing condom failure you are. Wow. He threw you off the bus, and now you mad because you off the bus. And now you want and now you want to reveal that he has a I don't know an addiction to diet coke or whatever. Well, what the fuck? Like, there's nothing that you could say that could surprise me about this man. And and let's keep it a buck. If he hasn't been if he hasn't been put on trial already, if he hasn't been impeached already at this point, there's nothing she has in that bag that's gonna put him in jail. It would have been out. It would have been out by now. It would have been the first drop. It would have been the first mixtape. You think you have something that Robert Mueller hasn't hasn't figured out already? You think you have something before like the real life Jim Gordon that that's gonna actually put this man away? You don't. You I don't. I don't buy it. All this shit about Laura Trump and the and the and paying him off to shut him up. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, maybe and you know what? Even if it is true, it's not gonna put him away. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And stop and stop this social justice warrior fucking stampede dog whistle. Remember last week we talked about this. How Brooklyn Becky called yeah. in the social justice warriors to cover up her being a racist asshole. Right. Amarosa has called in the strong black woman card. The strong black woman card, which is tired, by the way. Yes. Which is played out, which is tired. Black women sick of that shit has called in a stampede of hotepping ass <laughs> of hotepping ass social justice warriors to say, oh well we should we have to respect a strong black woman standing up to the, the evil empire. Why do black people have to settle for our for for our examples to be piecemeal? Why? Why do we all, why is it, why is it why can't it why can't it be all? Why can't why does it have to be a sacrifice? Oh, well he's oh, well Bill Cosby's raped a bunch of women, but he's put but he's put black people to college. Why does our shit always have to be piecemeal? Why can't Okay, so he's so he stood up to so he stood up to so she stood up to Donald Trump and said some shit that we already know that he's a racist piece of shit. That he's a racist piece of shit who will stop at nothing to keep his job longer than he will do his job. Yes. We know that. Why do we have to settle for that coming out of the mouth of a of an irreprehensible piece of shit like Amarosa Manigault Newman? Why do we have to settle for that shit? Why can't we have somebody that has their shit together? Why do we have to sell for, oh. Be, because well, someone that has their shit together wouldn't be working for Donald Trump. Also true. I'm just tired of this. I'm tired of this narrative where we have to, we have to settle, we have to, we have to sacrifice one thing. And remember, this comes back to intersectionality. What did we just get through talking about? Intersectionality. Where you can be understanding of multiple things. You can be a good person. 
and still lead people to the promised land at the same time. Why do we, we black people need to stop looking for this piecemeal shit and, and hold the people that they want to lead them to the next phase accountable. Preach. Nate Parker can be making moves to put black to put more black people in front and behind the camera to to carve out our place in 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 the media and he can also not rape people sanctuary we can do multiple things the human mind is capable of multiple things we can we can have multiple conversations you don't have to be a piece of shit to get shit done you can have character. What happened to teaching? We teach our we teach our children to get money. We teach our children to bounce this fucking basketball all the way to the top. We we teach our black kids how to fight. We teach our black kids everything but how to be good fucking people. Synagogue. And we teach them that, and we teach them everything but how to be a good person by the people that we look up to. Teach these devils. Because let's be let's keep it a buck. Before Donald, before Donald Trump came into power, I'm going to go ahead and fucking say it. Black people are way more conservative than they want to admit. Yeah. Y'all want to talk, y'all want to talk about racism mm. and oppression until it's a gay person. Y'all want to talk about racism and oppression until it's a trans person getting, getting killed out here in the street just because their identity is revealed. Y'all want to talk about Y'all want to talk about protecting the black woman until a black woman reveals her identity and that she's been raped and that people that cape for motherfuckers like Bill Cosby, like Nate Parker, like Charlemagne the God come after her and figure out where she lives and come to her house and vandalize her shit. Mm. Y'all give a, y'all don't give a fuck then. Where are y'all at then? Math. I'm just saying we got to keep it a buck. Keep the same energy. If this was a dude, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Y'all ain't out there caping for Ben Carson? I mean, fuck Ben Carson, but still. Yeah. Keep the same fucking energy. I know we want to see I know we want to see a black woman out there handling her business. Oprah, Ava, Issa, all handling their business and not being pieces of shit at the same time. It's easy. It's easy. It's not that fucking hard. I don't give a fuck if it's the White House. I don't give a fuck if it's Donald Trump. If they can do, there are people out here doing a lot more with a lot less. So we can ask Amarosa to get her shit together. Stay the, I don't, you know what? I don't even care if she gets her shit together. Stay the fuck out of my cookout. Stay the fuck out of my cookout. Anybody that fucks with her, fuck you and you stay the fuck out of my cookout too. Let's go to a fucking break. God damn. We'll be right back with more opinions while black, man. Let's go. Hey, Boom. Man, hey, man, you all right? Good. I'm all right. We're back. Just making sure, man. We're back. We opinionated in here. We black. Shit. We drunk. Uh, fuck Amorosa. Let's, let's go to the next <laughs> segment. Um, white people must be stopped. Y'all like, y'all like this shit. White people must be stopped. I love this. Let's go. Uh, white people have no natural predators. None. I We're going to create some. We're going to come after them every hit, week. I just hit a pocket of Jack. It's going to be a problem now. Oh, well, let's uh. do it. First of all, asbestos. 
What? What? It's back. How? Because Scott Pruitt is a fucking moron. How? Wait, didn't we get rid of that shit? We did. We did. The EPA. I, I want to make sure I get this right. The EPA is apparently um, putting into play a new a, a new law or a new act that is going to allow commercial use of asbestos. What the fuck, Scott Pruitt? What the fuck, EPA? That do you the EPA allowing more uses of asbestos through the door is like Captain Planet littering. Uh, wait, let me get this right though. Asbestos causes cancer, right? It, it does. It, it, it has been proved that it is a carcinogen. It is a carcinogen, yes. It has actually been removed from most structures because it is a carcinogen. Big facts. So the Environmental Protection Agency yes. is like, cool, more cancer. Let's go. Mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. Let's get it popping. Wow. That is amazing. Let's get that mesothelioma popping in this bitch. That's, That's what I'm talking about. I, like, so can we bring back like some other plagues too? Because we the, can get smallpox popping, baby. Because the black plague hasn't been around in a minute, man. Let's we get can, smallpox going in this bitch. Let's go. Let's reboot the bubonic plague too. Shit, man. Let's. I'm telling you, uh, this is how I am legend started. I just want y'all to know that this is how this is the backstory to I am legend. Like they. People really want the zombie apocalypse to Y'all start. Y'all gonna be happy to Will Smith out here talking to mannequins and shit. I'll be right there with him, though, man. Big facts, absolutely. I'll be right there with him. Lock all my shit up. I, I'm, I, I carry firearms. I'm good with it. One constant in, uh, I said it before. One constant in all zombie apocalypses. You don't see where the black people are. We handling our business somewhere. Minding our fucking business somewhere. Y'all run from these. Y'all run from these little crazy niggas out here. These little meth head looking niggas out here. We stacking that food bank government cheese joints. Shit. We've been living this life. Look, Amazon comes to the hood. We're going to be good. Got all my watercress. Nigga. Oh, what else is going on? Joel Osteen. Why? <laughs> pulling up in the Rari? Joel, Joel Osteen pulling up in the Rari? Oh, my phone's going off. <laughs> oh, I usually have this off. I'm so I'm, I'm so unprofessional. I thought that was I thought that was Joel hitting you up. The, oh. Lord, the Lord heard you uh, talking about his servant. Oh, I might have. A, oh shit, I might have a date. Let's let's do this. Oh shit. Uh, Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen in this bitch. Joel Osteen apparently is receiving recognition from the city for his diligent efforts during huh? Hurricane Harvey. What? Huh? Which? His diligent efforts during Hurricane Harvey. You mean his his interview where he was like, "I um, what had happened was um, sure we're open, we never closed." For those of you outside of the tri-state area, when Hurricane Harvey, the most horrible hurricane to ever hit Houston, um, arrived, people were wondering if they could maybe have sanctuary in Joel Osteen's large football stadium of a church. Be clear, largest church in the United States of America. And he was not with the shits. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. 
until he was shamed into letting people in. He had to be shamed. He had to be shamed. A preacher. A preacher. A pastor. A Christian. A a leader in the Judeo-Christian faith. The largest congregation in the United States. You know the Green Ranger, Tommy Tommy the Green Ranger is a is a member of his flock. That's unfortunate. I mean, that's, that's good I, for him. I mean, I, I can understand. I can understand. Uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, white people got to stick together, I guess. Uh, Joel Osteen had to be shamed into using his church, and now, meanwhile, the Cajun Navy was mm-hmm. out there saving people. Yep. Meanwhile, J.J. Watt. Shout out to J.J. Watt to God. Texans football. Let's go. Raised like $5 million. Raised like $5 million on his own. He was and, just shooting for 500000 And then did a challenge and challenged people like Justin Timberlake, like Kevin Hart, people with guap to donate money, and they did. Raised tons of money. Does He breaks his back. No pun intended. <laughs> you, just, you just fucked it up for another season now. Oh, shit. To do his thing in the community. Mattress back. He's not even from here. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah. And yet Joel Osteen gets the gets the crown? Fuck y'all. White people sticking together out here. Y'all got to be stopped. This is horrible. Are you fucking kidding me? Joel Osteen is pushing better cars than fucking Tracy Morgan. You know? Pushing up and pulling up in the Lambo. Skirt skirt. This nigga doing donuts in the in, in the fucking parking lot of Lakewood. Skirt skirt. Shit, he could do donuts inside Lakewood. This motherfucker has a private jet. He got a private jet. Mama. JJ Watt still catching the bus home. JJ Watt still flipping tires home. <laughs> JJ Watt out here selling HEB pantry food. Fit the fuck out of here. Joe Osteen. Man, y'all, you white people in this church shit. Yeah, man, y'all got to be now. Now the church got to be stopped. That might that, that might fuck around and be a, a special uh, a special investigation opinions while black in this oh, motherfucker. Be careful around black people when you talk about the church. Yeah, we'll we'll get it popping. It's all good. But yeah, Joe Osteen, fuck you. Scott Pruitt, fuck you. EPA, fuck you. Let's go. Uh, you know what? We'll take a break. I need some more brown after that. Oh. Opinions while black. Be right back. And we are back. We are opinionated. We are black. Half a fifth is gone. Half a fifth is God damn. Half a fifth is gone. <laughs> I, oh, I'm feeling it because I am fucked up. Uh, and now it is time for my favorite part of the evening. The top three shut the fuck ups. Who are the top three people in America, in the world, that should shut the fuck up this week? Number three. Let's go. Donald Trump. Now, this is a actually. Now, y'all know I try to stay away from the Trump shit. That's low hanging fruit. But he earned it this week, and he got a. And not only this, number three is a joint. Shut the fuck up. He got to hold this L with some other people. Donald Trump and Fox News. Y'all got to hold the number three L together. Aretha Franklin died this week, as we pointed out. Yeah, uh, song of the week. Um, Aretha Franklin passed. Donald Trump tweeted his condolences let me repeat that Donald Trump Donald Joseph Trump 
who would not denounce David Duke, who would not denounce David Duke, a documented racist member of the Ku Klux Klan. There's good people on both sides. Said there was good people on both sides of a Nazi Tiki Torch rally. Had the nerve to fix his fucking mouth, his crooked ass mouth. To say well wishes to Aretha Louise Franklin. The nerve of you, nigga. That was sweet. Now fuck that. The nerve of him. The nerve. Somebody who lived their entire life standing up, standing up for the things that you spent your entire life railing against. And you don't get to fix your mouth to say anything, good or bad or whatever. Well, he did say that he, you know, she did work for him. Quite often, work these nuts, Donald Trump. Wow. And not and not only that, Fox News fucking up too. I mean, they stay fucking up, but they had the nerve to do a video package where they were saying tribute to Aretha Franklin and included a picture of Patty Labelle. That that had to have been a troll. That it had to have been. Aretha Franklin's mortal nemesis. Creator of Patty's Pies. Creator of the Patty Pies. Well, not the creator, but her name's on them. Okay. How, you couldn't have made that mistake. Let me let me let me Google Aretha Franklin. Do it. Do it. Googling Aretha Franklin. Do it. Clicking on images. Images. Scrolling down the page. What you got? Any Patty? Bunch of photos of Aretha Franklin. Any Patty? Mm, hold on. Let me see. Um, okay, about 400 photos down, there's Patty LaBelle side by side with Aretha Franklin so that you can see how they look side by side. So technically, it's still a picture of Aretha it's Franklin. It's still a picture of Aretha Franklin. Okay. okay. You Fox News and you telling me when you shouted out at Getty? To get a Getty image, they sent you a Patty LaBelle. That they sent. That was the best you could do. That's trolling. Brad and Graphics is fired. Yeah. Well, it's Fox News, so Brad and Graphics has a promotion. He just got promoted. He, he's head for Sean Hannity show. Are you fucking kidding me? See, that's that bullshit. Fox News, Donald Trump. From now on, as a matter of fact, all white media outlets. From now on, when when famous black people die. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we got it. We can do it. We got this. Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't need we yeah, we feel it. We can do this. We got it. We can, we don't need any assistance from Hillary Swank and the Freedom Riders yeah. or the Last Samurai or none of that. We don't need any white saviors. We got it. We don't we need we the got girl, it. We, we really don't do. need the chick from Dangerous Minds. We'll take it. We can handle it. It's cool. Shut the fuck up. Let us let us pay homage pay tribute to our fallen please we got this mind your fucking business and shut the fuck up number two stephen king mm-hmm. i said it stephen king okay that's different stephen king uh now really since he wrote under the dome and that's really that really puts you in the shut the fuck up hall of fame yeah. for life but uh, this this week, at least in the past week, he has fucked up. So, The Nation, a very liberal 
uh, media outlets mm-hmm. posted uh, a poem in which uh, written by a white person who was using black vernacular. Oh, who was using black terminology to speak like a black person to speak for the black experience because we always need that. Mm, okay, I'm listening. Stephen King tweets in response to them apologizing and taking down the poem. Quote, The nation apologized for publishing a poem by a white man that used black vernacular. What next? Apologies for women who write from the male point of view or vice versa? Wow. Um, What next? A book of yours that actually translates well to the screen? Ooh. Mm. Oh. Darts. Oh, what's next? A, a a show based on your based on your book that doesn't turn into fucking Twin Peaks and Lost and whatever else the fuck Under the Dome was about? Wow. I'm just saying. Look, this is coming from somebody who writes the worst black characters I've ever read in literature. Shout out to the Dark Tower. Shout out to the Dark Tower. Oh. Was Roland supposed to be black? No. Okay, just checking. He just fucked over Idris by putting him in there. Ruin, well, he didn't really ruin, he didn't ruin it. He ain't like, that big. <laughs> he ain't that big. You, you ain't getting interest out the fucking page. The only thing interest could do at this point is, is, is uh, denounce Chito black and, women. Is right. The only thing interest could do to get himself out the pay at this point is cheat on his wife with a white woman. That's it. And he ain't doing that shit. I'm seeing his wife. She cute. Yeah. So, She's fine. Fine. She, He's been. He, he keeps the hand on the ass. I'm just saying. Idris Elba knocked down K. Michelle. Hold His up, standards. Wait, one second though. <laughs> one second. Go. Idris is doing it right though, man. <laughs> and I'm sorry. This is the Jack talking. Let's go. When your wife has an ass like that, mm. you mm-hmm. keep your hand on the ass. Ooh, palm it. Palm it. Palm it, sir. Yeah, you ain't getting Idris Elba out to paint Stephen King, and we're not falling for your shit. That's honorary citizenship there. Mind man. your fucking business about us decrying white people talking like black people. Mind your fucking business until you can write a good a good black character. We don't need it, man. Shout out to his new book, The Outsider. So, look, looks like trash. Mm. Uh, anyway, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Mind your business. My favorite of the of the evening. Oh, the number one, the number one person who should shut the fuck up. This is another joint. Shut the fuck up. This is two. This is two separate entities that got to hold the number one L this week. The winner is hmm. Nicki Minaj and the Breakfast Club. Yikes! There was an interview this week in which the Breakfast Club interviewed Nicki Minaj. Nicki came home. To New York, um, it was an interesting interview. Um, one of these days, we got to figure out how to do back and forth like sound bites or something, so yeah. we can do. We'll, 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 yeah, that's something we can do later. Yeah. Um, so Nikki comes in, and Nikki can now, now to for a little bit of context, and we're gonna make this quick because we gotta get out of here. Nikki. Has come in hot. Nikki Nikki has come off this album wanting all the smoke. With Safari, mm-hmm. outed his um, double hairline. Ooh, 
Wanted smoke with uh, Jessica Dime from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Mm-mm. You don't want that smoke. Uh, uh, just because just cause you are fully articulated like an action figure, like a plastic action figure, does not mean you have kung fu grip. Jessica Dime will whoop your ass. She got that stripper foo. <laughs> you know, strippers got that stripper kung fu. Stripper will break your ass off. You don't know nothing about that stripper life. Shout out to Players Club. Um, and now she came for the Breakfast Club, which is the worst entity on on radio, which is why we're, radio is washed. So they do a lot of talking about Mariah Carey about her. First of all, they did a lot of talking about her and her beef with Mariah Carey over American Idol. Why are y'all bringing up something? Shit is old. Why are y'all bringing up some shit that's like five years old? Why? Because that was the last thing that they heard about Nicki Minaj. Because that was no the last knew. thing they heard about Nicki Minaj. That's fucked up. So, um, real quick, they talk about her perfume. She outed Angela Yee because Angela Yee uh, was at the event that where they debuted her perfume. She smelled it, but she didn't buy any. And Nikki charged her up about why she didn't buy any perfume. I, I didn't have time. She didn't have time, but the truth was... She didn't buy any perfume because she was hoping when Nikki came to the studio, she'd have some perfume with her and give her some. Which is basically what happened. I'm not going to lie. If I ever get that high in media, that's a come up, bro. Like, I'm only getting free shit. I, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just being, I'm being completely, I'm going to be an asshole about it too. When I become famous. Where is my free shit? Nigga, I'm just, I'm going to walk into any place I go. Hey, do y'all know who the fuck I am? The more famous you get, and the more rich you get, it seems like the more shit people want to give you for yes. free. So she got her little come up. She said, you know, we'll give you, okay, we'll give you some perfume. But then they go to break. This is only after having Nikki in the studio for like three or four minutes. They go to the studio, they, they go to break, and Nikki charges them up. Wait, where's the music? Hmm? Yeah. She's like, where's the music? Where, where, we, I, you know, I have a new album out. We got to talk about the album. Well, oh, um, now Charlemagne, uh, Charlemagne was definitely just egging Nikki on, not being his typical Charlemagne self. You know he's still in he he he, he he's still in fall backistan right now. <laughs> you know he can't he can't he can't he can't shake the table too much. He's keeping his skin tones constant for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. She charges them up. This is why I don't fuck with y'all. And this is why I don't fuck with New York outlets. Is because y'all don't never want y'all don't never want to break new music. Right. Y'all just want to play whatever's popping. Y'all just want to play whatever people are talking about. Y'all don't break any new music. Y'all don't break none of these artists. When I come here, I'm I'm when I when when Nikki comes to the spot, I wanna I wanna hear my music. I wanna talk about the music. Right. Now there's two sides to this. Now, um, opinions while black, when there's two sides to something, we want to keep it. We want to keep it funky. On one side of this, Nikki is right. The Breakfast Club does not do their research. They do not do any preparation for the art for the artist for the guests that they have coming in for an interview. This is why they didn't have the girls' album queued up. This is why they only had some shit from five years ago to talk about. And this is how they did Amara La Negra. They didn't know how to talk about Afro Latina. They didn't know how to they didn't know how to talk about 
uh, colorism in these communities. They didn't know how to talk about transphobia and homophobia. Yep. That's why Lil Duvall says the dumb shit he says. Shout out to Lil Duvall. Suck my dick. I ain't going back and forth with you. Living my best life. So, on one hand, the Breakfast Club stays unprepared. And they get away with just having these get me interviews. And the problem with that is when you have a get, you have to get and you want something salacious out of them. You have to ask provocative questions and to ask provocative questions, you have to be in the know. Right. They are never in the know. Ever. Charlemagne, for him to have a podcast called Brilliant Idiots, he doesn't know a bitch ass thing about anything. And DJ Envy knows less. He might he might be one of the dumbest motherfuckers on radio. And Angela Yee is clearly just trying to get along to go along because she knows her two co-hosts are full of shit. Preach. Because her her podcast lip service is actually kind of popping. Really? Are they they, I they mean, talk about some really sexual ratchet shit on there. Okay. I mean Like they, they really talk about some salacious shit. They pretty much devour her on the on the Breakfast Club. And they like, do her bad on the Breakfast they Club. They do her real bad. So yeah, on one hand, Nikki was right. You're supposed to be prepared. You're supposed to know who you're dealing with. And she was right to get their ass. On the other hand, what Nikki has to understand, and I'm going to go back to Amarosa. What Amarosa has to understand is she was being rude to Savannah Guthrie this week in that fucking interview. The thing that y'all have to, the thing that the, these, these subjects have to understand is that an interview, this is coming from someone who studied journalism, guys. Mm-hmm. An interview is for the purposes of the interviewer asking questions and getting answers that they think the general public needs to be informed on. That they think the people need to know. The, the purpose of an interview is not for you to run rampant and just push your agenda and your narrative because right. your agenda is probably full of shit and you're probably a fucking liar like Amarosa wow fucking idiot fuck Amarosa I don't give a fuck how smart she thinks okay, she is okay okay we, we, we can get back we get back we get back so the purpose of an interview is not for you the purpose of an interview is for your audience is for the general public to get something that they haven't gotten from you before. To learn something about you. And maybe at the end of it, you go, oh, by the way, this is my new whatever, whatever. Listen to this song, and I hope you buy it. Once you learn something about the person, right. then you you throw that in and go, oh, they got something new out. I want to invest in that. For better or worse, whether yes. you like them or not, I want to invest in that because I'm more curious. Right. What Nikki wanted is a fucking press conference. You have a press conference with your own press people on your own fucking time same for you Amarosa you have a press conference about the shit that you want to that you want to break on your own time the problem with Amarosa and the difference in between her and Nicki Minaj is that Nicki's pop in fairness Nicki is a get Mm -hmm. Nicki is what we in the communications business call a get she is popping enough that she can come on and she's going to give us some shit. She, one hand can wash the other. And she's going to give us some shit we didn't know. Yep. 
Amorosa's not that popping. No. Amorosa is trying to be that popping. Amorosa is trying to climb the walls and be that and be that popping. Nikki Nikki already is. So she has a little leeway there. But we have to we have to get out of this thing where people show up and they just want to push their fucking agenda. I literally and we let them. I literally just got this text. What's up? Omarosa is the low key of black people. We can't trust her at all. But sometimes when she's treacherous in the right direction is very satisfying to watch. But mostly fuck her. That's accurate. That's a, and she's a reality TV personality, so that's very accurate. That's fine. Wow. In the meantime, Nicki Minaj, have a press conference. We and we know you're just bitter. We know it. We know what's happening. You're bitter. You're bitter because Cardi took your spot. You're bitter mm-hmm. because Safari is out here popping. Not at all. The women know that he can throw his dick around and over his shoulder. Uh. We know that you're bitter because your music sucks now. Shout out to Chun Li said fucking China five times in a fucking verse. Wow. Uh, we know that you are not the person. Like I mean, give shit. Give <sighs> give me did it on them. Shit. I'll I'll take that at this point. We know that you know that you're washed and you're bitter about it. And Cardi has come in. Cardi's twenty five. Cardi, Cardi got a lot of spot to take. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so in the meantime, as a matter of fact, if you want to do something, impress something upon the next generation. Because Cardi will, because you and Cardi have a similar problem, except you go after everybody. Cardi has this thing where she has, feels like she has to defend her family. She has to defend her husband. Or her her baby daddy. She has to defend her sister. They're married. married. Okay. Allegedly, yeah. She has to defend them to everybody on Instagram, on the internet. She has to defend her feminism. You don't have to... when When you blow up to a certain point, you have to defend yourself against everybody. Learn that. And But you can't learn that because you haven't learned that for yourself. Because you have to go after Safari who ain't did shit to you. Mm. Safari has actually been very nice about moving on from Nikki. Other than saying, look, I wrote some of them songs, which he deserves that. He deserves to get credit for the shit he did. Shout out to Lauryn Hill. In the meantime, until you get some pop in music, until you learn how to have your own PR, until until you learn how, how to move and not be bitter about your position, shut the fuck up. In the Breakfast Club, do your research. Y'all are why radio is washed. Why terrestrial natural radio is washed. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Pander to your advertisers. Leave the real work of communications and journalism and radio to us. We got it. The new the new generation can handle it from here. Fuck off. And shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Damien, did we do a podcast? I believe we just did one. Wow. We did we did, we did quite a podcast. This is what what are we on episode eight? This is seven. The seven, yeah, episode seven, baby, episode seven. We still here. Um, real quick, quick church announcements. We're still doing the um, um, white people must be stopped challenge. Yes. Um, send all your racist stories, all your racist com, all, all your your racism comments. Send all that to us on the on the social medias, on the Twitter. Y'all know where to find us. Let's get free thirteen at Damian Randall. Um, at ill-mattered media um 
uh, shit. Uh, Opinions while black on Facebook. Opinions black on Twitter. Uh, inbox me. Whatever you got to do. Some of y'all have hit me up on the phone and tried to tell me these stories. Y'all do it after t- y'all always do this shit after ten. I'm drunk. Um, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do, do that. that shit. Don't do that. Send me in a message I can read later, please. I love y'all, but please, something I can consume later when I'm sober. Yeah. Uh, Team Oz, again, thank y'all so much. Y'all mean the world to me. Y'all have supported us. We want to keep supporting this. Do not keep opinions while black a secret. Mm-mm. Post this link. Tell people. Comment on the comment on our links. Comment. Go to SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever you listen to this and comment because that's what brings new people in. They yep. want to join the conversation. They want to be a part of the party. You got to make them want to be in be in the party with you. We appreciate you so much. I have been Oz, and I've been D Randall. Oh, um, uh, BlackNerdProblems.com. My review on Thor issue number four. Uh, Yes, again, we're going to try that one more time. I have been Oz. I've been D. Randall. And as always in parting, titties.